Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Be Smart About This, the podcast devoted to helping you make winning decisions in your family law matters. I'm your host, Brian Reed of Reed Centracchio and Associates. We are a family law firm with offices in Chicago, Hinsdale, and affiliate offices overseas. Well, it's great to be back with you again today. I'm excited about our program. Um, summer is just really moving along. It's been very busy on my end, hopefully yours as well, busy in, in a good sense, that is. Family law cases are really moving as well, demands really high. And so all the more reason for today's topic, because couples really are discussing their problems, trying to negotiate settlements that allow each one to move on with their lives right now. And in doing so, mediation often comes into the picture. So today I want to talk about just that, mediation. Um, In fact, I I almost entitled my program The Mediation Minefield. Uh, But I I decided on a different title because I didn't want to give you the wrong impression. But rest assured, mediation can be a minefield. So let me be 100% clear. I am a huge fan of mediation, provided that it's at the right time, the right place, and in the right manner. And before I explain that, let me, if I may, just set the stage for you just for a moment. As often as the case, I get a phone call, I'm in my office, a potential client calls me. Maybe I lean back in my chair just to really focus on what the client is saying to me about their world, about getting to know the client. And somewhere in the mix of facts, they make this statement. Let me share it with you. So my spouse suggested that we do mediation and just work it out ourselves without lawyers. The minute I hear that, Just that very sentence, these alarm bells go off in my head. I'll practically jump out of my chair and just say, no, no, no. And I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, say it with me. Just say no. No way. Friends don't let friends mediate alone and without legal counsel. Do you know who usually suggests using a mediator and working without lawyers, I can tell you it's the person who has the financial information. They have a superior knowledge of the family finances. It's perhaps the one that's already met with an attorney and knows their rights, the one who is more aggressive, and the one who is a better negotiator. If you just assume for a moment that your spouse has actually retained a lawyer, who is operating, so to speak, in the shadows, helping his or her client negotiate and pretend that it's just the two of you going into mediation. This will put things for you in a much different perspective. So if your spouse is playing nice-nice with you and suggesting that um, you should have a peaceful divorce without lawyers, you might want to really beware. Don't take that bait. It's the equivalent, if you will, of jumping in a life raft at sea and somehow thinking it's going to take you where you ultimately should go. 
the reality is that if the sharks don't eat you and you don't starve to death, you're not likely to wind up anywhere you want to be. Well, won't the mediator make sure that the fair thing is done in our divorce, you say? Well, once again, no. That's not the mediator's job. It's a big misconception when people think that the mediator is there to make sure that the fair thing is done. Fairness actually has nothing to do with the mediator's job. In fact, the mediator is successful. They get to mark a notch in their belt as being successful if the two of you reach an agreement. Think about it. The mediator mediates differences to get people to agree. An attorney looks out for your best interests, not the mediator. That's not a criticism of the mediator. In fact, it would be really unfair to expect that of a mediator. I think it would also be a conflict of interest for the mediator to give you legal advice or your spouse legal advice or try to represent one or both of you. I know it's a conflict of interest. So let that soak in for a moment and let this start to take focus. And if you're now wondering, but, but wait a minute, didn't you say you were a huge fan of mediation? Yes, I did. But remember, it's the right place, time, and manner. You first want to hire an attorney. And with his or her help, you want to do the following. So you might, if you have a pen and paper handy, you're going to want to write this down because it's, it's something that's very important for you to know in terms of how you get to mediation. So number one, when you hire your attorney, you want to learn your rights. What does the law say that you're entitled to? Many of my clients are shocked when I tell them what the law wants to give them, what the courts would give them. So first, learn your rights. A second thing you want to do is know your assets. What do you really have? Do you need your attorney to take steps so that you can learn about the assets and debts that the family has? Maybe you don't know what your spouse has. Maybe he or she has a separate bank account. Maybe you just don't have access to any of it. But you want to know your assets. There might be hidden assets or oftentimes hidden debt. A mediator is going to be no help to you whatsoever in discovering any of these hidden assets or hidden debts. That's your attorney's job. The third thing that you really want to do is know your outcome. What are your objectives? Where do you really want to land in all of this? Fourth, I would say you need to have a game plan. How do you plan on achieving those goals? And here's the interesting part, which is number five. Why not allow your attorney to negotiate first? A simple exchange of letters and maybe some phone calls between the attorneys can help you narrow the issues so that you know exactly where you and your spouse disagree. You don't want to go into mediation and spend a bunch of valuable and limited time that you have trying to realize where you're apart. Because number six, once you've done all these things, then you mediate your differences. So you walk into the mediation room and you already know exactly where you disagree, where you're apart, and the mediation is focused on trying to bridge that gap with something that's acceptable for both you and your spouse. And you want to do this with the assistance of your attorney. Now, some people still prefer to do mediation by themselves, even once they've gone through these steps that I've outlined. Now, if there's little risk 
and your attorney is on board, it might be an acceptable thing. However, if the stakes are high, you are definitely going to want your attorney at the table with you. And nowadays, the table can actually be a Zoom screen. Each party can be in a separate breakout room with their attorney, and then everybody can join together, the attorneys and the parties. The technology is really incredible. You can have your privacy, you can have a group discussion, you can do all these things without actually getting together. Uh, and so you can still maintain your social distance from the very comforts of your own home. What's great about mediation, though, and I want to make this clear as well, is that if it's done properly, you can work through issues without all the stress and the expense that comes with the trial. Mediation will allow you to, to really control the outcome and work out an agreement that you and your spouse control, as opposed to putting your world into the hands of a judge who doesn't know you and who's going to make a decision that you may or may not even see coming. And finally, mediation really is a process that works to maintain or sometimes even restore civil relationships as opposed to going through a trial where dirty laundry is aired and these relationships get forever destroyed. So at the end of the day, you just need somebody looking out for you, advising you, protecting you. And unless you are a master negotiator, you might make statements at the mediation that you just can't walk back. If you don't have a lawyer there to kind of check you at that point, you might offer too much too early. You might give away your bargaining chips that you really need. You see, there's a science to negotiating, and you want to make sure you do it the right way. You want to have the protection of an attorney on important matters. You want an advocate by your side, and you want to be smart about this. I'm Brian Reed. You can find me on the web at recent-law.com. You can email me at info at recent-law.com. Send me your questions, send me your comments, and of course you can subscribe on iTunes. And as always, in the meantime, I wish you much health and a successful outcome in all of your family law matters.